0: Hello everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Farm and Garden Show. I am your host, Elizabeth Archer. So happy to be back here with you today. Today we have a really fun show. I know I say that all the time, but I am truly giddy about today's show because it combines two things I love. Um, Kids, youth, who I think are the coolest. Um, I just, you know, they're the future. And the fair. I love it. Fairs and this weekend happening right now is the Redwood Empire Fair at the fairgrounds in Ukiah. If you don't know where that is, it's at 1055 North State Street. Uh, the fair started today, and it goes through Sunday. This year's theme is a walk on the wild side. If you go to the fair, you can experience um, live exotic anim- animals. There's a dinosaur discovery exhibit uh, in the race grounds, racetrack area. They have monster trucks, boat races, um, mud bogs, tractor poles. Throughout the fair, there's live music, there's food and craft vendors, there's carnival rides, and most relevant to today's show, lots and lots of 4-H and FFA kids showing off what they've been working on all year. So today on the show, we're going to do something a little different, a little fun. I'm going to interview a bunch of those kids. Um They are all currently gathered in a barn at the fair, lined up behind a phone to talk to me and you, and I just think that's really fun, and it might be a little chaotic, and I hope you are as excited as I am to hear what these kids have to say about the hard work they put into raising these livestock. So first, a little primer. I wasn't in 4-H as a kid, but my mom was. Um, We grew up in Seattle. Uh, My husband and sister-in-law are from Mendocino County, and they were definitely involved in 4-H and FFA. And my mother-in-law is still a 4-H leader, even though her kids are very grown. Um, So I don't have a lot of experience, but I know what they are and how cool they are. So 4-H stands for Head, Heart, Hands, and Health. It was founded way back in 1902. It's the largest youth development organization in the U.S. There are almost 6 million kids signed up in clubs in literally every single part of the country. So that's, you know, rural, urban, suburban, it's all 50 states, it's everywhere. Um, 4-H is run by Cooperative Extension, which is a community of more than 100 public universities, and it's Um, the way it's able to function is there are several thousand full-time paid employees and get this half a million volunteers 500,000 volunteers for 4-H throughout the country that's so amazing like my mother-in-law shout out Barb Uh, 4-H has all kinds of in-school after-school programs um, community clubs camps and kids who participate in 4-H have so many projects they can choose from. Art, sewing, cooking, beekeeping, and of course, the main focus of today's show, animal husbandry, livestock. So the I, again, not an expert, and we are going to talk to some experts who can clear this up. But my understanding is that at a certain age, you can join ffa i think you need to be a certain age ffa was started in 1928 until 1988 it stood for future farmers of america and then in 1988 they changed it to the national ffa organization because they wanted to better represent the many students involved it's not just farming it's also you know biology it's leadership positions it's government positions so um, it's my understanding that many kids are in 4-h and ffa and we're gonna we're gonna to talk to a bunch of them so um first uh we are going to start with um abigail comstock she is the redwood valley and calpella club leader and let's make sure abigail is still on the line are you there yes i am here hi yay thank you so much for joining us today of course so you are in a barn right (laughs) you're in a barn right now right Yes, we are. So you're at the fair. When did you get to the fair? Like, when did this all start this week?
1: Uh, We all got to the fair at like 5 a.m. Tuesday morning. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yes, the fairgrounds opened 5 a.m. Tuesday morning for swine haul-in. And then following that was steer and beef haul-in and goats and lambs and sheep and chickens it's been it's been nonstop.
0: wow well i really appreciate you all taking your time um to talk to me on the air today i just know it's something that our listeners are going to find really interesting um can you tell me a little bit about how you became involved as a 4-h leader did you do 4-h as a kid i would love to say yes but no i had no (laughs) clue what
1: 4-h was i did not grow up in the state i grew up in alaska and It wasn't something that was available in my area. Um, So when my son started to go to school here out in Calpella in kindergarten, I heard about it. And so he started in first grade. And it has just been a snowball effect since then.
0: So your kids got you into it. Your kid did. How old do you have to be to join 4-H? So to join 4-H, you need to be
1: five by December 31st of that program year. Um, but to take to market, you have to be nine by December 31st of that program
0: year. I see. So they don't want the, the younger kids getting too competitive, maybe?
1: Yeah, we like to get them in and get them introduced to the to 4-H and what it means to be a 4-H and have the ethics that go along with taking care of an animal and the discipline of, of running your projects and just getting a feel for what things are. Now, they can take to fair at five, but they just can't. Sell any animal?
0: Sure, that makes sense. I have a five year old. Uh, her birthday's in January though, so she wouldn't have been eligible this year, but certainly next year, I'm sure um, the, the whole.
1: Sign-ups start...
0: Actually, sign ups are open now. Oh. Most of the
1: clubs in Mendocino County start project meetings in September. So sign ups are online. You can get signed up. If you don't know about a club local to you, please Google 4-H and find your nearest 4-H office, and they will put you in touch with a club that's close to your area.
0: So if you're listening, parents of young children or old children, you can be anywhere up to age 18, I assume, to sign up. Now is the time. Do you know how... Oh, yeah, go ahead
1: can actually go through your 19th birthday or one year after high school whichever one is later
0: oh my goodness I love that yeah because a lot of kids turn 18 when they're seniors exactly yeah so if they're it's their senior year they can actually go one more year after that if they
1: have not turned 19 yet
0: awesome do
1: you know how many clubs
0: there are in Mendocino County
1: Let's see, Mendocino County, Willis will be starting a club back up again next year. They did have a two-year hiatus, so we will have a Willis club. We have a Redwood Valley Calpella club. We have a Potter Valley club, a Long Valley club, um, Mendocino, Fort Bragg. um, I want to say, I think that's it. So I think we have seven 4-H clubs in Mendocino County.
0: That's a lot. And how many total projects would you say? Or is that... Just such a wild high number because I know there's a there's just a billion <laughs> options.
1: Yes, I mean I could say for my club personally the the project that we offer out at Redwood Valley Calpella. We have a swine group, we have a beef group, we have a goat group, a sheep group, a cooking group, a photography group, a chicken group, a rabbit group, a hiking group, um, community service, reefs across America, a horse group. <laughs> I think I might be missing one or two in there but that's
0: that's most of them at least. If you can dream it you can make you can make a group about it. Well, absolutely and that's the thing if there's a group that you want and we don't have it help
1: us find an adult volunteer that wants to lead that project and we can make it happen
0: oh my gosh i love it well hey i feel like i could talk to you for a long time but you have a bunch of kids waiting okay. there and we lost a little bit of time with the um fire announcement at the top of the hour so let's just like jump right into talking to some kiddos Perfect. all right so i'm gonna go ahead next actually pass the phone off to
1: taylin uh, artiaga here and she is in our beast group
0: okay awesome hello hi can you say your name again yes hi my name is kaylin artiaga hi and how old are you i'm 14 and what um chapter or excuse me what club are you with are you 4-h and ffa i am with the Reddit valley
1: cappella 4-h
0: got it cool and you have beef you have a cow right can you tell me a little bit about your cow Yes,
1: I'm bringing my Hereford steer to market Saturday.
0: And just what goes into bringing a cow to the auction? Like, when did you start? When did you get this cow?
1: Um, I got my steer in October, so I've had him for a long time. We have to put in lots of work so we don't end up hurt or injured at fair.
0: Say more about Definitely that. Definitely a lot more. Because you have a so you have a steer. I'm sorry, not a heifer. I realize I'm I don't raise animals, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Bear with me. Um, as they get bigger, I imagine, yeah, they can they can get um, it can be harder to, to be around them and, and be in physical proximity without getting injured. And certainly moving them is probably complicated. What's it like to move your steer from where you've raised him to to the fair?
1: For me, it wasn't that difficult. I know a lot of people have had trouble with it. But, you know, my steer just walked up in the trailer like a horse. Nice. They definitely have to be halter broke to do that, which takes a lot of time and effort.
0: Is that one of the requirements of bringing livestock? They have to be would you halter broke? Is that what you said?
1: For steers, yes. We have to be able to be able to show them. And in order to show them, we have to—they have to be halter broke.
0: And what is it? What goes into showing them? Like, what does that look like?
1: Um, we go into the pen or like a ring, and there's a judge, and he stands probably in the middle most of the time, and kind of just line up and set our steers up just to make them look good for the judge.
0: So what are the judges looking for in a steer?
1: the quality. They're trying to figure out how good the quality is in the steer. So in order to do that, we set them up a certain way and make them look good and make them look big.
0: And to show them off But, like, I don't know anything about cows. So, what how, what specific characteristics make a make a steer look good? If Oops, I think you cut out. We want Oh, there you go. Go ahead. Um uh,
1: we're looking for like big, wide steers. So, we want our steer to look as wide as possible and like big and bulky. Got it. For Be- for meat purposes. So, We want to show off the meat
0: quality because that's something we haven't said yet these are all livestock and they are brought to the junior livestock auction on saturday and they are sold for the purposes of of meat for consumption so you're trying to to bring the best quality meat to auction i assume yep and when are you showing your steer to the judges Tonight at 5. Tonight in less than two hours, and you're talking to me right now. Oh, my gosh. Well, so anyone listening, can they go and watch the steer show tonight at 5? Yes, it is open to the public. Oh, that's so cool. Well, hey, thanks for talking to me. Good luck tonight. And um, go ahead and hand the phone off to the next person. Here's the other person hi this hi is Carmen Davila hi Carmen how are you I'm very well how are you doing today? I'm great can you tell me how old you are and what club or chapter you're with
1: um I am 16 years old I'm with the global
0: FFA chapter so you're with FFH FFA not 4H correct were you ever in 4H when you were younger
1: Uh, When I was, yeah, in my prime ages, I was in 4-H.
0: Cool. And now you're FFA, and you also are in beef. Do you have a heifer or a steer? I have a market steer this year. Okay. And what made you want to raise a steer?
1: Uh, Well, my family actually runs beef cattle themselves. So I wanted just, I know more about them than any other species. So I just decided to go with the steer.
0: That makes sense. Did you have you ever done a different type of um, livestock for the junior auction? Yes, I have showed meat goats. Goats, and now you're, you've uh, graduated to the big boys.
1: <laughs> yes, I
0: have. <laughs> um, can you tell me a little bit about what you have to do every day to take care of your steer?
1: Well, you have to get up early in the morning. I get up usually around 6 o'clock, and I go out, and I feed my steer, and I check, I clean its water, give it water, and if its pin needs to be picked up a little bit, pick up the pin. If I see anything, like, loose or if anything's out of place, I pick it up so my animal doesn't harm itself to make sure it's always in a safe environment. And in the middle of the day, or at the end of the day, like around 7 or 8 o'clock when it cools down, I do the same process. And I check on it periodically throughout the day.
0: So you have to be with your animal not only every day but twice a day. Correct. And that is your your responsibility. If you can't be there, you gotta make sure someone else can, can see to his needs, right? Yeah. That's a lot of work.
1: Yeah, it is a lot of work and it's a lot of time and um, you know, you you just said doing the best you can to make sure that your animals fit and healthy
0: and it's correctly and so you then are also showing your steer at five o'clock in an hour and a half yes are you nervous
1: uh yes i am very nervous this is my second time being or yeah second time actually showing a lot or like in person since covid
0: that's right because during covid you there was like a virtual show right
1: yeah, it was all virtual. So, my first year and my second year was virtual. So, I'm pretty nervous because this is my second time doing it in
0: person. How did the first time go?
1: It went really well. I was really proud with how my steer came out. Even though there was no fare, I still got to do the online auction and it um, was really well. I was glad. I was happy and I knew that I did the best that I can and I was proud of myself
0: oh well you sound like you are absolutely gonna crush it so um best of luck to you in an hour and a half and thanks so much for for talking with me today and thank
1: you for your time I will now pass the phone to the next person
0: great hi my name is Noah Penry hi Noah can you tell me your age and your club or your chapter um I'm in the Potter Valley FSA chapter and, how, and i am 16. sorry you're 16 yes so you were able to drive yourself to the fairgrounds today yes <laughs> and, Actually, and what uh livestock do you have this year i go market swine market swine okay. so pigs how many pigs do you have this year
2: I only bought one market pig this year.
0: Is it okay for me to call them pigs? It feels funny to me to say swine because I'm not in the industry. Oh, it's
2: it's totally okay.
0: (laughs) Um, Is there a specific breed of pig that that you have or that tends to do well at market or in the Uh, the auction? Crossbreds tend to do well in the show ring
2: because they can have, like, two dominant things that pure reds have.
0: So... Okay. So what would like, what's a typical crossbreed, for instance? What are the two breeds that might be in a crossbreed? Or what's your breed? Uh, my breed is a Hampshire and a Dark Cross. Okay. Have you ever had that, raised that kind of pig before? Yes.
2: I've uh, raised these pigs six other years I've shown.
0: This is your sixth or your seventh year? This is my seventh year showing for market Swine. Wow, wine. so you started when you were nine. Yes. That must have been kind of scary. Uh, my sisters grew up doing it, and so I was just kind of used to it. Got it. And you, the Swine Show was this morning, right? Yes. Can you tell me how it went? It went great for me. I
2: had... Supreme Grand Champion Market Hog.
0: Get out of here, Noah. Say that again. Supreme Grand Champion. Is that what it is? Yes. So that sounds like first, first place. Yep, that's first overall FFA and 4-H. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. So what does that mean for you in terms of the auction?
2: I will be really high up in the auction, probably around 5th. Or somewhere in the top ten for sure. Okay. And that's that's about all I know about the auction so far.
0: Okay. Well, you've had pigs at auction before. I assume the other six years you've done it that your pigs went to auction. Uh Uh-huh. Um, So for folks listening, at the end of the, well, not quite the end, on Saturday, the Saturday at 10 o'clock, there's the Junior Livestock Auction, and all of the 4-H and FFA livestock that y'all raised get auctioned off to to members of the public, and those are processed for meat. Um, So first of all, congratulations on a pig that's probably going to fetch a a really nice price. Um, Can you tell me what it's like auctioning off an animal that you've spent so much time raising?
2: Um, you're definitely really proud of what you've done and excited to get money, of course. Yeah. But, uh, you're also really sad because you spent so much time with this animal.
0: Yeah, I bet. What do you do with the money yeah. you make from the auction?
2: Um, uh, my mom has us put it in our
0: bank account for college. Awesome. That's a good, that's a good place to put that money. Yeah. Well, Noah, congratulations again. Thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you.
2: And uh, here's
0: Buck Whitley. Hi. Hi. Can you say your name and your club and your age? Uh, hi, my name is Stephen Whitley. My
3: nickname is Buck. Uh, my age is 13, um, and I'm part of Potter
0: Valley Beef Group. Okay. And what livestock did you bring this year? Um, I brought. Uh, a heifer from the Reese
3: Cattle Company uh, it's a Charlet cross and uh, I brought a heifer from uh, Darcy Hill the brand and yeah whatever uh, so, yeah that's what I brought
0: so two heifers for folks who don't know that's a lady yeah. cow and so that means that are you also showing at five or is there a separate show for steer and heifers uh, there's a separate, separate, a separate show for heifers and steers. Okay, when's your show? Um,
3: my show is tonight. But the steers and heifers could go together in a showmanship class, which I would have to go into a showmanship class with steers.
0: Got it. But you chose not to do that. No, I did choose to do that. Oh, okay. Sorry. So what's the? Can you explain the difference for folks who don't know anything about showmanship? Uh, So showmanship is
3: basically how good you can uh, show off your, like, your animal. Like, basically, you're showing your product, what you have done. Like, like, hey, judge, look at me. This is my animal. This is the best animal you can look at. That, basically. And how you can use your animal to
0: your advantage in the show ring, also. So you need a certain amount of swagger and confidence. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are is the are you being judged alongside the livestock? Like um, like does your livestock, livestock get points th- and you get points or is it just like if you do a good job showing them then you get higher points? Um it yes, it's how you do it, but it's also how the
3: animal is set up, like how its legs are set and stuff. Like that, but you can move that. So it's mostly upon the showman. And if he or she doesn't get it right, then it—that's their fault. So it's mostly the
0: showman. Got it. Have you raised other types of livestock before you switched over to heifers? That seems like a pretty big—I mean, it's the biggest animal you can take, other than a steer, I guess. But
3: um, I've shown cattle my whole entire life. I showed steers. I shoot. I showed a steer this year at jackpot shows, but I sold my steer privately, so he will not be going through the auction, but I've only shown beef my whole entire life, so.
0: Wow. Do you come from a a cattle family? Yeah, uh,
3: I come from Scarlet Cattle Company and Meat Company.
0: Cool. So it's in your blood. Yep. Yep. What is your favorite thing about showing animals, Um, showing livestock? Probably
3: the moment they Probably the moment that you walk into the ring because the intensity and you know what could happen and what couldn't happen, but you also don't know. And because you worked hard enough all the way up to that point where you don't know what could happen and what couldn't happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's thrilling and terrifying, I'm sure. Yep, it is. How many pounds do your heifers weigh?
3: Um, my Charle Cross is around, I'd say 800, or no, 700 between 800, I think. Uh, she was born back in January. And then the heifer that I have is pushing 1,000 pounds. Oh, wow. Is Hildebrand.
0: Yep. What explains the, the difference in their weights? Is it age or just the breed? Uh, the age and the breed. I mean,
3: if you're But mostly the age. I mean, mostly the age. It also depends on the genetics of the calf. If the genetics are more bigger boned, more larger, more wider, then you're going to get a heavier animal. But if it's smaller, uh, more strung out, it's going to be a lighter animal for sure.
0: Is there a minimum weight to enter um, a heifer into the show?
3: Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so.
0: Got it. And then last question, what would a good price per pound be for a heifer at this year's auction?
3: Um, Well, these heifers are some really, really beautiful heifers. I mean, props to the Reese's and the Hildebrand. I mean, it, they would go for a solid 7 to $9 a pound.
0: Awesome. Well, I wish you lots of luck in your in your show and at the auction on Saturday. Thank you so much for chatting with us today, Buck.
3: Thank you. And I'm giving you to someone that I don't know.
0: Okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm Emerald Mueller. Hi, Emerald Mueller? Yeah. Hi, can you tell me how old you are and what club you belong to? Um, I'm 14 and I'm in
1: the Redwood Valley 4 h Swine group
0: swine so you also you have pigs yeah how many pigs did you bring this year emerald i only brought one this year yeah what what breed is it uh, i got a crossbred from jude begley uh-huh how long have you been in 4-h uh, i just started like three years ago do you do any other 4-h projects
1: uh, I also do photography, and I entered about 21 photos in the fair this year.
0: Oh, wow. What building can people go to to see the photography you entered? Do you know what it's called? Um, Maybe the Fine Arts Building? I haven't been there yet this year. What?
1: No, for photography. Um,
0: Sorry, that's a trick uh, I question. Know. I brought you on to talk about think- livestock, but...
1: I think it's the Fine Art Buildings, but I'm not sure. Cool.
0: Well, I love that you do multiple things. What made you wanna raise swine this year?
1: Um I did it my first year and I really liked it, so I just kept on doing it.
0: So that's the only type of animal you've you've raised for the fair, huh? Yeah. And what's it like raising swine? How old was your was your pig when you got when you got it?
1: Um I think it was,
0: I think it was about a month or two old. Oh, so li- you get them really, really little. Yeah. And how much does it weigh now?
1: Uh, well, I didn't make weight. I was, mine weighed about 217 at weigh-in.
0: And what's the minimum weight? 220 oh no you were so close emerald yeah i'm so sorry but you still get to show yeah. that does that just mean you can't be in the auction or what does that mean exactly
1: yeah so um the people that didn't make weight got to go in a separate class a feeder class and the judge judges you and you just can't solve the auction you have to find a private buyer
0: Interesting. I see. And where where can one look for a private buyer for a 4H swine?
1: Um you we could, we might end up doing a raffle or we can just sell it online.
0: Got it. Oh, well, I'm so sorry. You were really really close. Yeah. Do you do I know that isn't Lake County's fair next month. Do you take animals to the Lake County fair?
1: Um, I might if I don't sell my pick already. I'm gonna do showmanship at Boonsville.
0: Oh, in September, sure. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know if I'll sold my pick by then. So you have some options. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you worked super hard, and it's probably um, very frustrating to be just three pounds short. But yeah, there's always there's always next year. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks so much, Emerald, and good luck in the photography entries. Thank you. I'm a passion the Blake Park.
4: Okay hello. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Blake Parker.
0: Hi, Blake. Hey, hang on real quick. For folks who are just joining us, I want to reintroduce the show. This is the Farm and Garden Show. I'm your host, Elizabeth Archer. Today, I am interviewing students who participate in 4-H and FFA who have raised livestock for the Redwood Empire Fair, which is happening right now. It goes through Sunday, and there's the junior livestock auction on Saturday. So, Blake... Tell me about yourself. How old are you? What club do you belong to, and what livestock did you bring?
4: All right, so I'm with the Redwood Valley Calpello 4-H group. I'm in the swine group. Cool. Uh, I'm about I'm 14 years old, and I brought three pigs to the fair this year. Three? One market, a dog. okay. Yeah, three.
0: Cool. Is this your I first year it. doing swine, or have you done it before? <laughs>
4: I've been doing it for five years. Five I've been years. Breeding
0: so, wait, did you breed your own pigs?
4: Yep, oh. my market pigs. I bred myself.
0: Cool. Tell me about that. What is it like to, to breed pigs? What characteristics are you looking for?
4: So, technically, when you're breeding, you you take all the flaws of your hog and you you try to find a boar that matches it will fill in all the flaws that you have to try to make the perfect ideal animal.
0: And how soon after the piglets are born do you know if you've had a successful breeding operation?
4: About like, usually it's a couple weeks to about a month when you figure out if your animals are what you expected because usually when they're born, they're babies, you can't really tell because they're so tiny. Got it. Mm -hmm.
0: So how many pigs were born to you this year? And yeah, start with that question.
4: All right. So this year I had five overall. No way. That's not true. I had five, six, seven. I think I had seven in total. Okay. And
0: And you brought three to market.
4: Yeah. One, one of them I bred myself. Uh, I got another one from I can't remember the place and another one. I have a Duroc, a Crossbred, and another Duroc.
0: And what happened to the other
4: four? Uh, We sold them. Got it. To Uh, other 4-H or
0: FFA kids? Yep. Okay. So do you know which ones are yours? Have you checked in on them at the fair this year?
4: Uh, I haven't went over personally to check check on them. I don't know if anybody else has.
0: You, you're not curious how your how your breeding went?
4: I kind of want to head over, but I don't know where they are because I sold them to a group, other groups, and I don't know where they're at. Got here, it, there. got it.
0: So you had your, yep. your show this morning. How did it go for you?
4: Uh, I, I'll, I'll say it went pretty well. I took my market pig. He got first in his class. And nice. then he went on to do number one overall 4-H swine, and then he placed that, I'll just say second, he placed second overall in the entire fair, I second to a FFA kid.
0: Cool, well congratulations. So Thank you. So what will be a good price per pound then for your 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 winning swine?
4: Me personally, I have a break-even price. It's about eighteen hundred to two thousand. But I've seen other pigs go for ten thousand who are winners.
0: Wow! So when you say break-even, that means you need to make about two thousand dollars at the auction on Saturday to cover all of the costs that that you put into that pig. Is that correct? Yep. And then, what will you do with anything you make above two thousand dollars?
4: i'm gonna be putting it into an account hopefully interest gets that money up i have about like 10 grand right about now i'm hoping to save it for college or whatever comes later in life
0: good for you that sounds like an excellent thing to do with it well hey thanks so much blake and good luck at the auction on saturday
4: all right let me pass it on to lauren dill great great
0: hi hi Lauren Lauren hi how old are you I'm 12 years old 12 and what's your club Redwood Valley California and what livestock do you have at the fair this year I raise rabbits rabbits oh my gosh tell me about rabbits how many did you bring this year I brought three for market three for market and what's their breed
1: The breed is New Zealand, and the variety is white.
0: So for market, market, they're meat rabbits. Yes. What would you say is the difference between, like, a meat rabbit and a pet rabbit? A meat rabbit is going to
1: have more meat than, say, a different breed. Like, Polish will have a smaller ratio of meat than a New Zealand.
0: Got it. Did, have you had your show yet? Have you done the showmanship part yet? Yeah, we started Wednesday. You started Wednesday. How was it?
1: It was good. I got seven with my meat pen and thirty
0: showmanship. So, what are the judges looking for when they're when they're judging your your rabbits?
1: When you're judging a market meat pen, you want to look for the most the top quality of meat in that pen. And you want the most yield
0: out of that animal. So a bigger rabbit is going to get judged better? It,
1: yes, but it also needs to have
0: the uniformity
1: and height for that animal.
0: Got it. Okay. So different breeds of rabbit have sort of different judging standards. Is that correct? Yes. So like with their ears and maybe their legs, they're looking for certain characteristics yeah um it also
1: consists in their
0: fur and so when you are not showing do you hang out by your rabbit's pen at the fair and talk to people who walk by
1: i do i make sure that they're nice and cool all day long
0: and what kind of questions do people ask you
1: (laughs) um they ask about the breed and size that they could potentially get and what i play cool
0: well, hey, I hope you have great success at the show on Saturday, and I'm going to come to the fair tomorrow. Maybe I'll stop by and, and try to say hi and ask you some more questions about rabbits. Okay. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you.
1: I'm passing the phone to Willow
0: program. Great. Hi, Willow. Are you there? Yeah. Hi Willow, how old are you? Good. You're eight years old. How many years have you been in 4 H? Do you know how long yeah. you one this is your first year? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. What animal do you have at the at the fair? A chicken. You have chickens, how many? Two. Two. Yeah. Did you show them yet? Yeah. How did it go? Good. Were you nervous? Yes. Yeah. yeah? Did anybody help you? No. No, you did it all by yourself? You're very brave. What kind of chickens are they? Bantam Buckeye. Uh Uh-huh. Bantam Buckeye. Great. Have you ever raised chickens before? Not in place,
1: but at my house.
0: At your house. So you kind of already knew what you were doing. You were you were already a chicken expert, huh? No. No? Did you learn a lot this year? Yeah. Cool. Well, hey Willow, I hope I get to see you at the fair when I come tomorrow. Thanks so much for talking to me. Bye bye. Hello. Hello, who's this? My name is Callie Brown hi Callie how old are you and what um club or chapter are you with I am 19 and
1: I am with Will's FFA
0: awesome and what livestock did you bring to the fair this year
1: I have a market boar goat
0: a market boar goat
1: yeah so boar goats are just a species that
0: are um raised for meat I see okay And is this your first year doing goats, or have you done goats before? What made you want to do goats?
1: Um, This is my first year taking a market goat as my animal for the auction. I have shown a couple does in years past, but um, mainly my market animal has been beef in the past.
0: Got it. Why'd you switch this year?
1: I um, attended call this I attended college this last fall. So having a steer was not um, feasible with the amount of time and um, dedication that it takes.
0: So say more about that. It takes more time to raise a steer than a goat.
1: Yeah. So the ownership dates are different for goats versus beef. You don't have to have them as long. Um, They also don't require as much time on feed compared to beef. Um, goats you can get market ready a lot faster compared to market market beef which makes it um so i can come home from college and raise a goat before fair got it
0: so then at auction do does beef get a higher price per pound than a goat or is it similar but because you know beef cattle are so much heavier you just end up you know making more money because they you know are physically larger. Like what's a good price per pound so, for a goat?
1: Um, I would I think the highest that has ever gone at REF was fifty six dollars a pound. But you are correct. When there is a such a vast weight difference, you don't need as much of a price per pound to make the same amount of money as beef. So six dollars and fifty six dollars and fifty cents a pound can make you, you know, um a few grand with a steer versus that's not going to really get you enough um, money to break even for
0: goats. $56 a pound seems like a very specialty high price. What's a more average price per pound? For goats? Yeah.
1: Um, this is my first year taking a market goats, so I'm not entirely sure what the average is, but I would say, um, probably low 20. Okay.
0: So, at the auction, it goes kind of in order, right? Like, it starts with, I feel like, rabbits, is that true? And then chickens, and then moves into maybe, like, lamb, and then goats, and then pigs, and then steer? Or, like, does it go from smallest to biggest?
1: No. So, the champions will go first, and then the reserves. And then after that, it a program randomizes the rest of the species based on your placing in your class.
0: I see. Got and it. then
1: the computer just randomizes it, so there are kind of breaks in each species. There'll be a few pigs, and then a few steers, and then a few rabbits, and then kind of so on from there.
0: Got it. So that you know, someone who's there for a specific kind of animal may have to wait through a couple others, but yeah, they won't. They don't have to wait until the very, very end. No, because that's a long auction. It goes all day. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, the buyers are troopers, and we super, we are very appreciative of them sticking out the heat and being here to support all the kids.
0: Well, can you tell me a little bit about, like, who typically buys the animals?
1: Um, I know that the entire community of Mendocino County is very supportive of kids. Um, you know, I know a few businesses that support every year, and we're constantly getting new buyers also.
0: Cool. Well, I have been to one of those auctions, and it is really um, heartwarming to see you know, folks coming out from the community to support the youth that have spent so much time and energy and, let's face it, money raising, raising these animals. So um, I hope you have a great, great auction on Saturday. Hey, Callie, how many more kids are left to talk? Do you know? um i believe there's two left okay well then i'm we're running out of time so i'm gonna thank you for your time and have you hand it to the next next person
1: all right thank you
0: hi hi who's this my name's samantha arms hi how old are you and what's your club or chapter i am 19 years old and i'm with the willis ffa and what livestock did you bring to fair this year I brought a market lamb. A market lamb. Delicious and adorable. <laughs> Have you done lamb before? Yeah, this was my tenth lamb that I've brought to the oh, fair. Wow, your tenth? So you're like all lamb all the time. Yeah, this was my last year I could show. Well, I hope that it's a very good year for you as you're exiting. Have you shown your lamb yet? Yeah, I just showed this morning. How did it go? I won Supreme Champion with him. No way! Congratulations! Thank you. So that means you will be in the top, you know, probably 10 animals at the auction on Saturday. Yeah. So can you tell the folks listening a little bit more about the auction and just what it's like for, you know, the kids participating behind the scenes?
1: There's a lot that goes into the auction. In the morning, we start with a buyer's breakfast where the kids serve the buyers um, their, what they call a breakfast or a brunch when they register to become buyers. Uh And then from there, they will move into the big arena where we have to file in and make sure we're there when our number gets called. And then along with that, we also have kids who are called runners. So when you're not uh, doing stuff with your animal, you're actually going out and you're, when people buy animals, you have to run them a paper that approves, like,
0: how, what they want done with the animal they've purchased. And can anybody come and register as a bidder and and buy these animals? Yeah, anyone can. So folks listening, if they want to go to the auction, they just have to show up Saturday um, in the morning and and register, get a bidder number, and it's really as simple as that, huh?
1: Yeah, so I believe the breakfast starts at 9 a.m., and that's where you register, and you can get like, I believe they're serving breakfast burritos, and then the auction starts at 10.
0: Cool. And then once someone has won an animal, they get to choose from different places that to send the animal to be butchered, is that correct? And they can indicate how they, you know, what kind of cuts they want, what they want ground, Yeah, that's correct. And then they just work directly with that butcher to to pick it up. So it's pretty easy. I mean, from a buyer's point of view, it's pretty easy. You get a number, you hold up your paddle, you choose where you want that animal sent and how you want it cut, and then you coordinate to pick it up. Do I have that right? Yeah, they've made it pretty simple for the buyer. So, people listening, this is a great way to support local youth and stock your freezer with local meat. So thank you so much for chatting with me. I know you have one more student left, so I'm going to have to say goodbye to you. But good luck and congratulations on your last year. All right. Thank you. Hello. Hi. Who's this? My name is Kaylee Foster. Hi, Kaylee. Are you the last uh, kid there to talk to me? Yes, I am. Okay, great. We are going to bust it out because the show is almost over. How old are you and what's your club? I'm
1: 15 years old, and I'm part of the Rhoda Valley Capella 4-H group and the Ukiah FFA.
0: Okay, so you're with both clubs. So when you bring an animal, yes. what animal do you have?
1: Um, I show goats. I show dairy goats and meat goats.
0: Cool. So do you do some through FFA and some through 4-H?
1: Yes, I do my dairy goats through 4-H, and I do my market goats through FFA.
0: Got it. Okay. And how long have you been raising goats?
1: Um, I've been doing 4 for about 10 years, and I started off with chickens. So I've been doing goats for, like, eight years, yeah.
0: So a pretty long time. Yes. And what's the auction like for you? Like, is it exciting? Is it sad? Is it all of the above?
1: Um, yeah, there's a lot of emotions. I mean, it's exciting because I get to out there in front of a lot of people but it's also nerve wracking because I always try to make sure that I'm, I at least break even because I use that the extra money that I get to put back into my breeding project and I also it goes into my college fund Any leftover money that I have
0: got it I, you know you're the third person that has told me what they do with the money and all three of you have said you put it in your college fund so clearly FFA and 4-H are doing something um, right in terms of creating future leaders who, who all are saving for college Yes, definitely. Well, hey, I'm so sorry to have to cut you off, but the show is just about over, and I hope you have great luck at the auction on Saturday, and I'm going to come tomorrow and try to say hi to as many of you can as I can in person. Okay, see you there. Good luck. Thank you. Bye. So unfortunately, the person we didn't get a chance to talk to um, was Kayla Delbar Moore. She was going to finish us off, but uh, we had such a fun time talking with the kids that I'm so sorry, Kayla. Kayla is the Potter Valley High School Ag teacher and FFA advisor. And Kayla and Abigail Comstock, who we spoke to at the top of the hour, um, helped me put this show together and get all these kids together. And they have worked tirelessly um, to, to bring this all together. They've been there since Tuesday. They're hot. They're probably a little bit dirty and uh, Kayla told me she didn't have much of a voice left so I just want to emphasize to everybody listening how hard all of the kids and volunteers work to bring their animals to market and I really encourage you to go talk to them go to the auction on Saturday if you're interested in buying you can learn more at redwoodempirefair.com and it's open today the Steer Show is in an hour, which um, is always an entertaining show because they're they're so big. Um, and you can also find the schedule online. And then that auction is Saturday at 10. If you want to register as a buyer, show up a little bit early. Although I'm sure they would give you a number at any time. So that's it for me. I'll be back in two weeks. Thanks so much for listening.